amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time now for Extra Point with Phil Jones. All right, welcome in, guys. Phil Jones with you on a Monday, Monday, Monday. Thanks so much for being a part of the show. Hope everybody had a great weekend. It's, it doesn't always work this way. As soon as high school football season ends, we finally have some football-type weather. All for naught, as <laughs> football season has come to an end, at least on the high school side. Now I'm looking forward now to – of course, uh, the the college uh, football uh, championships, which will be coming up shortly, and then, of course, I don't know about you guys, but I am a big NFL guy. Love the NFL. Love these Saturday NFL games. How about Matt Ryan? By the way, being on the wrong end of the most uh, the 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 worst blown lead. The biggest comeback in NFL history, in case you missed it, Matt Ryan, former Falcons coach, now the coach, uh, or now the uh, former Falcons quarterback, rather, now the quarterback of the Indianapolis Colts. His team leads 33-0 at halftime, only to lose in overtime. And then, of course, we remember Matt Ryan was also the quarterback of the 28-3 debacle. I digress. But anyway, the one thing I have to remind people, just coincidental that he happens to be a, a part of of those two record-breaking losses, uh, record-breaking collapses, because the guy is a Hall of Fame quarterback. And remember, he had zero to do with either of those two teams' defenses not being able to contain the other guy, okay? So just remember that. Anyway, thanks so much for being here on the show today, guys. Got a lot to talk about. We are finally ready to, uh, to hire a Lowndes High football coach. Tomorrow morning, 10.30, there is a specially called meeting of the Lounge Board of Education. And, of course, personnel is listed on the docket. And if it's personnel and it is a specially called meeting and it's on a Tuesday morning on the week before Christmas, that can only mean, and you're looking for a high school football coach, that can only mean one thing. 
I mean, come on. You don't have to be a genius to figure this out. This will be, tomorrow morning, the naming of the new Lowndes coach. Now, I'll say this. They have done about as good a job as anybody at keeping this thing under wraps. That's really two hires in a row. They did a pretty good job the last time that they hired uh, Jimmy DeVose. And now this time, and I've said it before, and I'd love to get y'all's takes on, uh, take on this. I said this uh, before. Normally, you hear about all of these, these candidates for these jobs, these big-name jobs. Now, the, the truth is, with the, uh, the, the lounge job, um, I have heard, like you guys have, a few names thrown out there, not many. And from what I'm understanding, uh, the higher is going to be one of these names that we have heard. Now, who do I think it's going to be? Um, well, I'll, I'll tell you. I, I personally, and I have no way of no, I have no inside information. Believe me, though, it <laughs> didn't come without trying, okay? Uh, but the powers that be, nobody's budging on this thing. Nobody's saying, hey, everybody's in the dark. I personally think it's going to be Adam Carter. The former, well, he would be the former Grayson coach. He's cur the current Grayson coach. Um, the former Lowndes uh, offensive or defensive coordinator. Former defensive coordinator at Camden County. Um, I think that's who it's going to be. Now, what do you guys think? I'm trying to get my... Uh, Trying to get my comments up here so I can see what you guys think. Let me just go to my phone again. And uh, why does this thing keep happening like this, Mr. Producer? All right. And uh, by the way, so we're starting to be what we call silly season. Uh, every year, this time, about every every season, this time of the year, we always have these um, these these coaching opens opens uh, vacancies openings. We always have it this time of the year. It seems right after the end of the uh, the, the final championship games this year, no different. Uh, so a number of uh, jobs coming open, but of course the lounge job, one of if not the biggest opening uh, that there is. So give me just a second, guys, and let me pull the show up here on my phone. And see if I can get uh, in sync with you guys here. As always, remember, we want to hear your comments. We want to hear what you guys think uh, about the, uh, the the lounge opening. There we go. Wilbur Pelfrey says, uh, former Valdosta defensive coordinator. Yes, uh, Adam Carter. All right, so we're hearing these. All right, so we're hearing these names. Uh, and some of you are throwing out. <laughs> look, it, it's not... Coach Gregory, Lenny Gregory from Collins Hill. Okay, we, we, we're hearing that name thrown out. I, I just cannot believe nothing against uh, Coach Gregory at all. He stepped down. His resignation was announced last week in a, in a letter of resignation. But I just don't think that it is uh, going to be Lenny Gregory. I know that name is being thrown out there. Former Collins Hill coach. I could be wrong because, again, guys, uh, there just really are no feelers on this, okay? There really are. Usually I can get a pretty good idea. Usually I'll have somebody close to the situation who will kind of 
spill a little bit and and I you know I'll be able to tell who's who's going where but on this one this has kind of got all of us guessing and that's all we're doing at this point because they are keeping as tight I'll tell you this Lowndes has done about as good a job as anybody on again their last two hires of being able to keep this thing under wraps that's the way you do a coaching search and that's the way you keep things quiet so let the people speculate. Now, again, in the last 48 hours, I heard Lenny Gregory, former Collins Hill coach. I heard Mar- I even heard Marquise Westbrook at, at, uh, from Warner Robins thrown out there. So, look, what do I do? I, I go to I ask him. Hey, Coach Westbrook, uh, are, are you are you in Valdosta? It's a little trick I pulled, a little little trick I had today. So I've texted a couple of coaches. Hey, are you in Valdosta? If you are, let me know. Come see me. Marquise Westbrook responds with a picture of him beside his Christmas tree. Said, no, Phil, I'm happy at Warner Robins. I'm standing here beside my Christmas tree, putting my Christmas tree up. And he actually sent me a photo of that. So, we canceled him out. Not that I think he wouldn't be a great fit. I think he, Marquise Westbrook, any guy that's been to six straight state championships is going to be a pretty good fit, okay? Now, so it's not him. Again, Leonard Gregory, I don't think it's going to be him. Uh, Tucker Pruitt. We've heard Tucker Pruitt's name thrown out there, okay? Tucker Pruitt did respond to me today. I asked, hey, uh, Coach, are you in Valdosta? <laughs> he said, no, Phil, I'm, I'm, I'm here in Fitzgerald. Now, truth is, and I'm, I'm not going to ask him, does he have the job? I'm just asking very Sublime questions. Are you here in Valdosta? All I ask. And he says, nope, Phil, I'm in Valdosta. Um, I mean, I'm in Fitzgerald. So, now, that doesn't necessarily mean anything because he could wake up tomorrow morning at 7 o'clock and be here for the 1030 specially called meet. I'm just saying. And, again, I have that's, that's all I know. So, I also reached out to Adam Carter. I said, all right, Coach Carter, are you in Valdosta? And I have yet. To hear anything from him could mean something, may not mean anything. I don't know. So, guys, at this point, we're all guessing. What do you guys think? Who do you guys think is uh, is going to get the job? I'd love to hear uh, your take on this. So, what do you think? What do you know? If anything, let me know what you think. All right. And again, I'm trying to get this to come up on my. Uh, uh, my laptop, and so uh, bear with me here while I try to get this up. All right, so, all right, here we go. I think I've got it now. <laughs> Turn this volume down. All right, Jonathan Houston says, we need a coach at Tri-Cities High School. <laughs> Jacob O'Neill says, it's going to be Nick Saban. I love it. Rufus as demand says, can't we just start the rumor as Tom Knotts from Dutch Fork? Well, I tell you, truth is, his name always gets thrown around, and that's one thing that I did talk uh, or did say last week on last week's show, and I'll say it again. Oddly enough, we have not heard the usual suspects, the Tom Knotts from Dutch Fork, the gentleman from Thompson, Alabama. I don't know why I can't remember his name. Um, Of course, we would hear Josh Niblett, but he's in Gainesville. And trust me, he's not going anywhere. He is building 
a football, what's going to be a football dynasty, maybe to even rival the great Buford Wolves. So we shall see. But um, anyway, so uh, let's see here. Dean Fabrice, no, it's not going to be Dean Fabrizio, although his name has been mentioned. Ronnie Sauls. What's up, Ronnie? Ronnie says, hey, Phil, I agree with you. Carter, just my hunch. I do not know. I, I think so, too. Uh, Kenneth Hurst says, Matt DeBuck. <laughs> okay, guys, listen. I, I get all the jokes. Jeff Saturday to Lowndes. Abby Pearson. Abby, where have you been? And Merry Christmas back to you, Abby. I saw you, I think, come, on, come in on the show one day last week. And, uh, and I thought, well, there's Abby. Abby, I miss you. I really do. And Merry Christmas. I, I really miss seeing your comments on Facebook, on, on the show. You always bring a breath of fresh air, always joyous and friendly. And, and I miss that, uh, Abby. So welcome into the show, and Merry Christmas back to you. I hope it is a good one for you, Abby. I really do. Uh, Mackenzie English. Okay, guys, Paris range for here. Right, listen, stop. Okay. We're not all comedians here, and it's not very funny, okay? I mean, who cares? Okay, so let's just let's get out all the, the weird names, okay? Um, so, Justin Kyle Haley, that's a good one. <laughs> Justin knows a lot, okay, but he's not going to be up for the head coaching position. All right, um... By the way, if you are new to the show, we like to know that you're watching. We like to know where you're checking in from, who's your favorite team. For some of you that are regulars, I kind of know that. But uh, let me know. Uh, David Cooper is watching. David, I hadn't forgot about you, by the way. I'm going to get what you are asking for, my friend. One of the things that we're going to talk about today, as time allows, uh, we're going to talk about the, uh, the transfer portal and how bad it is just killing this recruiting process for these, these what I think are well-qualified high school talent that because of the transfer portal and, and I will admit, you've got the COVID-related fifth or extra year that was given um, to, uh, to, to, to the college eligibility uh, uh, situation. So, that also is hurting. Those two things, though, combined in tandem with each other, have really uh, put a damper, I think, well, not a think, I know, on, um, on recruiting. So there were a number of players. Chip Cooper, David Cooper's son at Worth County, he's one. Kid threw for, I don't know, a million yards in his career, and, he's, and he can't get a sniff from anybody. You've got Sam Brown, okay, and this, these, these guys were at the banquet. We had our ITG Next banquet this past week. By the way, it was a fantastic event, if I must say so myself. 36 schools, over 450 student-athletes, coaches, sponsors, parents, grandparents, support. It was a great night. And, again, am I biased? Of course I am. But the truth is, I could have been somebody walking in from the outside, and have I, had I seen that, I would have been so overwhelmed and just appreciative of what was happening. And that is us, ITG Next, paying homage and supporting those that make high school sports, and in this case, high school football, the greatest sport there is in this state. And I tell you, 
it was a great banquet. And, and again, I, I applaud my uh, comrades here uh, at ITG Next. There's not many of us, but boy, we did a great job putting on a great banquet. But all the student athletes that were there, the coaches that were there, I salute you guys. I thank y'all. Uh, we gave away some great awards, had some great people in the building. But again, a lot of those young men that were there are not going to be able to go play college football. And they are deserving. I mentioned Sam Brown. I had a long talk with Sam in the men's room, of all places. You know, we just sat there and we talked for a while. And he's like, you know, Mr. Jones, I just, I don't know what else I can do. Son, you did everything. You know, one of the most amazing things about Sam Brown, by the way, threw for a bunch of yards. But here's the one thing I look at. Interceptions. And in the case of, like, not very many, like less than five for Brown, for Sam. Great young man, I tell you. That's the thing when we have these banquets. It's my opportunity to finally put a face, a voice, a personality behind these players that we talk about, that we, you know, we, we, we promote all year, but you finally get a chance to see them and talk to them. Nico Fan, the young quarterback, he was the Cockwood County's Offensive Player of the Year. Uh, Sean Calhoun, Coach of the Year, our Coach of the Year, uh, he and his beautiful wife were there, but Nico Fan, what a and he's got a, he's coming back, got another year. What a splendid young man he is. I could go on and on. There was a bunch of them there, but again, it was a great night for everybody. But it got me to thinking when I was talking to all these young men who are not getting the chance to go on to the next level to play college football. I just thought, what's wrong with this picture? And I was just talking with, I think it's Kevin Mixon, who's got a son, you know, because I, I promoted what we were going to be talking about on the show and the fact that I wanted to talk about, uh, albeit briefly, uh, how the transfer portal has hurt high school recruits, or would be college recruits, and Kevin Mixon was one that, um, that, that said, hey, you know, my son is a direct uh, victim of this kind of thing. So, anyway. All right, so you, what do you guys think? Again, talking about the Lowndes coaching job, it will be announced tomorrow morning, 10.30. We will know by tomorrow's show. We'll know way before tomorrow's show. I am going to do everything I can to try to get the new Lowndes coach on with me tomorrow. No promises. We're going to see what happens, but uh, certainly hoping that um, that we can have whoever the new Lowndes coach is. So, uh, going to the uh, the comments here, guys, and let me hear from you. Rocky Reese. Phil, what's up? Rock, what's up, brother? Jerry Henson says Tim Coakley would be perfect at Lowndes. Okay, there's, I think, another joke, okay? Uh, Tim Coakley's a great coach, but he had a little bit of a rough time at uh, Colquitt County. Okay, um, let's see here. See who some of the other comments are coming in here. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I don't have my mouse today, and that is, oh, I can't stand that. It's just bugging me. Let me just go back to my phone here. All right, so Jerry Henson says, Tim Cook will be perfect lounge. I get it, okay. Uh, Darius Love says, Nico Fan is the man. Great young man, great quarterback. And you don't think that Colquitt County team is going to be a already a favorite to make it to the state championship game in 7A? Going to be interesting, of course. Carrollton got Juju Lewis, uh, and he'll be back for next year and the year after that, the year after that. So it's going to be interesting to, to watch going forward. Would not be surprised if we maybe see Carrollton and Colquitt knock heads in a rematch, if that's possible. So uh, Jacob O'Neill checking in. Stephen Wynn, Oregon tied in with ninth year of eligibility. Are you serious? Are you serious? Is that right? I, I have not heard of that. I did not know that. The signature company says the Buford offensive coordinator. Um, you know, truth is, I don't even know who it is. I know uh, Brian Appling is the head coach there. Sandy Knighton says, uh, Nico is my neighbor, great young man. His parents have done an outstanding job of raising him and his brother. Looking forward to next year. Yeah, I had a chance to talk, by the way, with Evade fan over the weekend she sent us a um a a message on messenger and uh there was a little bit of confusion uh she know uh she her son was um nominated or was selected as the region play offensive player of the year and when we gave him the award for the Cockwood team award the Cockwood offensive player of the year she got i got the two mixed up and so she sent us a message i responded to her i said uh, they got a great young man for a son, number one, great player, number two. And I said, you, your son was nominated, nominated as the Cockwood Offensive Player of the Year for our banquet. But anyway, had a chance to talk with her. Great, great lady, great lady. Stephen Tate, what's up, brother? Thanks so much for checking out the show. Wesley McDade says, uh, apparently the ninth-year senior is very injury-prone. Um, again, is that a joke? I, I really don't know. I, I, but... Nothing really surprised me anymore with the um, – and I know, like, we got fifth and sixth-year seniors, but the ninth and is kind of a correct – or it's kind of a wide open. James Curtis says that's correct, so that is true. It's amazing if it is. Dean Long says, Phil, we think you already know who it is. Spill the beans. I, I promise you, I don't, but I will admit, using all of my resources – <laughs> which I mean, look, I, I'm I'm not some magic man, but I but I am connected. Okay, so using my resources, using my connections, I did try to find out earlier today, but no one's talking, and you can't blame them. I mean, come on, they know I was coming on the air at five o'clock today to yak it up, but I have left. I am left to. Mere speculation, just like you guys are. So, again, 
Lowndes coach, who's he going to be? We're all going to know tomorrow at 10.30 a.m. That's when you'll have the specially called meeting, and it will be announced tomorrow morning. So who do you think? Please, guys, save the jokes. I mean, we, we got enough viable candidates. Again, we haven't heard a whole lot of candidates. So you've got to think that it's either going to be Adam Carter from Grayson. I've heard Tucker Pruitt's name mentioned quite a bit. Who else do you guys have? Let me hear from you. Ronnie Sauls. Phil, you're getting a bunch of crazy names thrown at you, knowing they are not Viking fans. Uh, when you were finished with high school football, tell me your thoughts on Georgia and Ohio State. Some of the media is not giving Georgia very much respect. I think Smart will have the defensive backs ready. Uh, Abby Pearson says, where will it be announced? Uh, Abby, uh, you know what? The, the specially called meeting will be at 1030. Now, I haven't, and let me back up, make sure I haven't been given any misleading information. I don't know if it will be live streamed. I am sure, I would think, that we will all have the ability, because these, these, these meetings are public, right? So I am sure that if there's not a, an official channel or ability to watch the, the, or the, the announcement made via live stream or whatever, you got to think, Somebody is going to be able to either tweet or send this thing out via social media in some form or fashion. So, Abby, I don't know officially if it's going to be carried live. I can find out, though, before our show ends. Um, all right. Yeah, it's going to be uh, <clears throat> Lowndes County Board of Education, specially called meeting. Again, personnel is on the agenda, so we know there's no doubt. It's going to be tomorrow morning at 1030. I will say this. Now, I had reported last week on the show that initially I was told that there would not be an announcement before the end of December. Person I did talk to today did admit, said, Phil, I can tell you that I thought that was the original plan, that it was going to be held off until January. I think the 4th is the first Monday, first business day in January, if I'm not mistaken. So that was the initial date of uh, the new coach being announced. So I was told today, and again, guys, these are not, this is not Jimmy down at the Waffle House. Okay, the, the, These are people, they will not be named. I will always protect my sources, but I can promise you, it is somebody in the know, Okay person told me that there was going to be, in the beginning, announcement made in first week of January, first official business day in January. I don't know if they if there was just this sense of immediacy, this sense of urgency to go ahead. I don't know why that changed. Do not know why. But apparently they've got their man, whoever it is. Again, they're doing a great job of keeping this thing under wraps. So, the announcement date was moved up from first official business day in January to now, and it will be tomorrow. So what do you guys think? So Wilbur Pelfrey and James, uh, is this James Carter maybe? Um, my, my source says Tucker Pruitt and Adam Carter had follow-up interviews today. <clears throat> okay. I can tell you 
that I talked to Tucker Pruitt, and he and I don't have any reason to disbelieve him. I asked him if he was in Valdosta. He said, I'm not. I said, Phil, I'm in Fitzgerald, so I believe the man. Now, was when I called or when I talked to him, had he already made it back to Fitzgerald? I don't know. I'm just telling you what he told me, okay? Ronnie Saul said, I don't think any lounge coaches put in for the job. Now, that's interesting because you got to wonder, somebody that really was not, I don't think, mentioned for, as a candidate, maybe should have been, uh, and Stephen Wynn just sent this to me, Oregon tied in Cam McCormick, granted ninth year of eligibility. What is wrong with that picture? Unbelievable. All right. Luke Bush checking out the show. Luke, what's going on? Luke, you're the man in the know. Luke, Luke was probably on the search committee. Now, I think the search committee from, again, reading between the lines, was not much of a committee, and I don't mean in quality. I mean in quantity. I think it may have been two or three people, which actually, so what's the uh, – uh, what is it? Uh, a quorum is what you call, I think, what, less than, than uh, five people or something if it's not a committee? Anyway, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but I think it just sounds like from everything that we're hearing, everything that everybody else seems to be hearing, everybody seems to be on the same page that is coming down to a couple of people. Tucker Pruitt, Adam Carter, uh, again, Marquise Westbrook is not a candidate. His name got thrown out there. I saw somebody post on Facebook, I think it was last night, said the former Collins Hill coach is going to be the new Lowndes coach, and I, don't, I just don't know where that would come from. I, I don't think that would be the case. I really don't, but who knows? Who knows? All right, let me go back to your comments. Stephen Wynn says, Phil, technically he could have been in Fitzgerald when you contacted him. Oh, and I, and I believe he was. I don't, I don't think he, Listen, Tucker Pruitt is, is just a good old boy, and I mean that with all of the, the respect and admiration in the world. He's just a guy that tells it like it is. He's a winner, and I, and I don't think he would have said it if he hadn't have meant it and had he not been there. So I believe him. Now, again, could have been where he – yeah, I'm just. This is just pure speculation, guys. I have no clue as to what's happening. I just know that when he talked to me, and that was around one ish, I think. He said, "I said, hey, coach, are you in Valdosta? Nope, I'm not. Phil, I'm in. I'm in Fishtrail. Now, I sent the same question to Adam Carter. He has not responded. Coach, are you in Valdosta? I have not heard back from him. I don't know what that means. It may not mean anything." Luke Bush says, no, I'm not on the committee, but go Vikings. I hear you, brother. Now, what do you guys think as far as the type of team that whomever the new coach is, is going to be inheriting? Okay, you know, you got Ja'Kari Fleming, a.k.a. Smoke, coming back. You got Marvis Parrish, the quarterback, is going to be returning. Now, I'll say this in fairness. You know, Zach Grage, you know, did not have a lot to, to, to play with this year in terms of experience, 
and guys that, you know, were different to me. And he called that at the very beginning. And I really don't want to get into a long, drawn-out thing about that. It's, you know, Zach is going to be fine. I am sure of it wherever he lands. I know that his name keeps thrown around about the Cairo job. I don't know anything about that. Um, I was kind of surprised that David Coleman didn't was not given that job permanently. But anyway, you know, we can talk about that maybe tomorrow. But uh, anyway, it's just whoever takes the job, I think is going to have another year of experience with the aforementioned players I just mentioned. Certainly going to be in a better position than I think uh, Zach Grage was when he took the job uh, last year. So Chad Howell says, uh, please just let it be Tucker. I think he'll be great for our kids and we'll do big things at Lowndes. If it's Adam Carter, I just hope they informed him we're not allowed to recruit in South Georgia. Okay. Come on, guys. Okay, let's see here. Now, what is everybody saying about uh, Tucker? Technically, he could have been in Fitzgerald when you contacted him. Well, yeah. That, that's, that's what I mean. That's exactly what I'm saying. I mean, I, yeah, there's no 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 dispute about that because I was asking him, are you in Fitzgerald? Are you in Valdosta? So, anyway, I'm not going to get caught up in in that. Just when him when him when he, when he tells me that he's in, uh, he's in Fitzgerald, I'm assuming that he's been there all morning. But again, that could not mean it, it couldn't mean anything. Could mean that he's already talked to, to the the folks at Lounge or not. Who knows, guys? Again, just kind of speculating at this point. Um, now let me ask you this: If it is between Tucker. If it is, just hypothetically, if it is between Tucker and Adam Carter, who would you guys rather have? Who would you rather see is up for the job? By the way, what's happened to all the big, and I say like the Tom Knotts? Um, remember the, the coach from Bishop Gorman? Um, you know, what's happened to those guys? Matt DeBuck, by the way, applied for the job. Uh he is going to be joining me uh, in about 10, 12 minutes. We'll wrap up the show with Coach Matt DeBuck, get his take on just uh, talking football. So, um, <clears throat> Now, there's another name being th- being that was thrown out, and I'm not going to go there. Somebody else can. There's another name that was thrown around for the job. I'm not going to say it. Because the last time that we said his name, there was a, there was a big hoo-ba-ba about it. And I'm not going to go there again. You guys can say it. But one name that was thrown out, that was talked about, has not been talked about lately. And uh, you guys can speculate who I'm talking about, but I'm not going there. Rosser Sutherland says, Adam Carter spent a year at Marietta as defense coordinator in 2015 before going to Valdosta. He left when our previous head coach stepped down. Would have loved to see what he could have done here with more time. I got you. All right, keep those comments coming, guys. I want to hear from you. Uh, Ronnie Sauls, we have the best punter in Carson Page and the best linebacker in Coleman Lewis, plus Smoke and Marcus. We have a bunch of sophomores that the coach will be proud of. Yeah, listen, coverage is going to be pretty full, whoever comes in and takes the job. Now, you got to remember, the other thing, you got assistance. What's going to happen to these assistants that are on staff? Um, I do think you've already got one. It was a Dontavia Sal. 
who I think came in when, when Zach got the job and is now, is he back at Valdosta? I think that's right. I believe that's right. Chris Will said uh, Rush. Yeah, listen. So here's another interesting thing that's been thrown out there. And we're about to go to break real quick. But another interesting thing. So Rush's name has been thrown out there for some Georgia jobs. Listen to me, guys. Okay, and you can read my story. Uh, it's in our, our newsletter, ITG Next Georgia Facebook page. You can check it out. So I talked to Rush, was it two weeks ago? Rush pretty much said, hey, listen, I've been offered a job. I'm considering whether I'm going to take it or not. It's in Alabama. He said people are going to be surprised when they hear who it is, where it is. Now, you read between the lines, why would we be, we, uh, why would we be surprised at a job that Rush was taking in Alabama? Probably if it's not at a bigger school because that's all he's ever coached at. Hoover, Valdosta, Colquitt, all 7A schools. So this is a job, in my opinion, reading between the lines, that Rush is going to take, if it's true, and I have no reason to doubt him, and it's going to be a smaller school in Alabama. But he's not coming back to Georgia. Does it? He wouldn't say no to it, but I'm telling you, listen to me. I talked to the guy, and unless he's lying to me, and I don't think he is, and you guys can go back and watch the show. Our shows are archived. You can go back and watch it for yourself and get your own thoughts. Where he says, look, I've got a job, offer, I'm deciding whether to take it. He says, when people hear where it's going to be, you're going to be surprised, downright maybe shocked. So I just want to throw, and I know Rush has been mentioned about Lee County. Listen, Lee County has a coach that they're very happy with, (laughs) and Dean Fabrizio. Okay, Fabrizio, two state championships, a third one. They lose in overtime on a goal line fumble. I was right there in front of it when it happened. Juju, um, was Juju McDowell, I think it was, loses the football. Anyway, Dean Fabrizio brought Lee County back from the brink. Why they would ever entertain not retaining him is beyond me, and I don't think that is happening. Guys, let me just say this, and we'll go to break. There is a lot, a lot of stuff that is just thrown out there against the wall in social media. A lot of it is thrown, and people think, let's see what sticks. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And I'm telling you, 
I don't say I have all the answers, but I know a good bit of stuff, and I can tell you, Dean Fabrizio is not coming to Georgia, okay? And there's no connection there with Lee County. Let me say that. Let me be clear. Now, with that, quick break. We'll come right back, and we'll continue to talk high school football. Matt DeBuck going to join us in the last few minutes of the show, and we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Guys, thanks so much for watching Extra Point with Phil Jones. A quick break to tell you about our friends at Pepsi Cola of Aldosta, our sponsor of the show. Guys, you see me every day before I really get into the bulk of the show. What do I do? Pop open an ice cold Pepsi. Again, big shout out to our friends at Pepsi Cola of Valdosta, one of our great sponsors here of Extra Point with Phil Jones. Dr. Mike McCartney from Adel Dental Associates. We have the best team for your best smile. On our clerical team, we have Martha Tucker, Karen Cruz, and Amber Tanner. Now for our awesome hygienists, Shane Register and Brittany Cothran. And finally, our dynamite dental assistants, Melissa McCullough, Jamie Austin, and Kirsten Howell. Come see us at Adel Dental Associates for your championship smile. Go Hornets! Want to know the inside scoop? Subscribe to our ITG Next Georgia newsletter. Every week, get the best high school sports news delivered straight to your inbox. Rankings, player stats, recruiting news, and hot sports topics. Sign up today at itgnext.com newsletter. Let's get back to more sports talk and extra point with Phil Jones. All right, welcome back, guys. Phil Jones with you. Uh, extra point with Phil Jones. One man that has applied for the job, the lounge job, is going to be joining the show here in about four minutes or so. So stay tuned for that. You'll want to hear what he's got to say. All right, so that'll be coming up here in just a minute. Uh, Clarence Smitty Smith says Tucker to Lounge was the worst kept secret for coaching hires in years. Uh, are you are you saying that it is the worst kept secret? Is that what you mean, Clarence? Or what? Just curious. Rosser Sutherland says if it is Carter, I wonder what way uh, Grayson goes. They got all the talent in the world, but their coaches don't stay long. After Khan, meaning Mickey Khan, left. You can actually say the same thing, Ross uh, Rosser, about uh, my buddy Jeff Heron. You know, Coach Heron leaves uh, Camden, goes to Grayson for a year, right? And that's before he goes over to Prince Avenue Christian and starts to build them up into the mega program that they are today. A lot of people forget about that. So, um, by the way, big shout-out to Jeff Heron, uh, Coach Adam Lindsay, and the entire Camden gang, Coach Heron was out, out elk hunting up in the Dakotas. He still is. And uh, you had Coach Lindsey that was there with his talented son, Jake. 
Defensive Player of the Year for the Camden County Wildcats. It was great to see so many personalities at our, I think it's 15th annual high school football banquet at the Rainwater Conference Center this past week. Wish you all could have been there. A couple of you got an invitation, which you didn't show. So, anyway, um, I, I digress. All right. So, let's take a look at some of your other comments here. So, Rush might land at St. Paul's Catholic, small private school about an hour from where he is now. Stephen Wynn, I tell you, you are the man. You have, you're always bringing great information. At least it sounds credible. So, uh, <laughs> I like it, man. I love it. Um, by the way, did I see where Florida lost in their bowl game? Was it to Oregon State? Am I right? Where they kick a field goal with just mere seconds left to to, to not be uh, uh, shut out and to avoid what I think is the national record for consecutive games without a shutout. And did I dream that? Or did I actually hear about that? Mary Alice Statham says, Heron to Prince Avenue, Christian to Grayson, to T.O. Hannah, to College, to Camden. That's pretty good. And there is the Heron path. Jacob O'Neill says, yeah, Florida got smoked. <laughs> I love it. So here's an interesting comment. Somebody wants to know why Matt DeBuck wasn't on the short list. Guys, listen. The folks at Lounge, I... They're great people. We have a great uh, relationship with Lowndes. Always have, and we always plan to. I am a little surprised that Matt DeBuck wasn't given an interview. But that's, listen, I'm not, I'm not criticizing. I'm just speaking up on behalf of a friend and for a guy that I think is pretty darn qualified. Mr. Producer, let me know when we get that call from Mr. DeBuck. Matt DeBuck going to be checking in with us here shortly. Alan Clanton does confirm for me that uh, Oregon State dominated UFL. Yeah, I do too, buddy. So, Alan, I know you. I, I, I see you where you've um, posted quite a bit about was it not a college job for Rush? No. He talked about, I think what you're confusing it with, he had mentioned if uh, if his buddy – uh, who coached at UAB, Bill, Bill Clark, had gotten a college job. Rush was going to follow him. They're like that. They're tight. But I think Bill Clark is retired, semi-retired right now. So I think that was the only communique about Rush and the college situation. Okay. So I've seen you, you, you comment about that, and I wanted to answer you there. So. All right, um, so again, not hearing, uh, not knowing who's going to get the lounge job, that is the most pressing uh, topic of the day. Tomorrow morning, 10.30, the announcement will come down. Is it Tucker Pruitt? I don't know. Is it Adam Carter? I don't know. Those appear to be the two names at the top of everybody's list. But again, I've said it before, I'll say it again, Lounge has done as good a job as anybody of keeping this thing under wraps. So I don't know. That's I know about as much as you guys do. Did I try to find out? You bet. <laughs> you bet I did. But, you know, there's this thing with me. 
I, I can't and, – and some people, I know I've heard criticism about, you know, throwing softball questions. and Look, I've got to maintain relationships with coaches. That's a part of – that's a big part of our business. It is our business. Okay. So when we want to try to, you know, partner with the program on a documentary or whatever to highlight a player or whatever, you know, I want to be able to call up the coach or the athletic director, or both, and say, guys, we'd love to come over. And you know what? If you haven't ticked people off, generally they're going to let you. So I'm not about burning bridges just to try to get a scoop on something or a story or a coach. Just not not in my DNA. And it doesn't fit our particular business practice here. Okay? So, yeah, we try to find out information. We want to be on the leading edge of it, but we're going to do it tastefully. And, again, we're not going to burn any bridges by, you know, trying to really, uh, reveal sources or, or trying to badger somebody to death about a job. You know, I asked earlier about the job. Tell me what you can. And, of course, mum was the word. Everybody there has been sworn to silence. Call it a gag order, whatever. So, anyway. Uh, expecting to hear, again, from uh, Matt DeBuck uh, shortly. So, Somebody says, would love to see Rush at VSU. Well, they got a coach, don't they? <clears throat> I'm telling you, Rush is going to stay in Alabama. He has let it be known. Read the story, guys, by the way, that I have pinned. It is on our, I believe it's up on our newsletter. You can check it out, ITG Next Georgia. It's a recap of my conversation with Rush, <clears throat> and I pulled quotes from the story. So check it out. Okay, also, of course, since last week's show, the word coming down, and I want to get y'all's take on this real quick, word coming down that the state finals are returning to uh, Mercedes-Benz Stadium. What do you guys think about the game's going to be played, though, in the middle of the week and not the weekend? I thought that was interesting, and I thought that was a concession that GHSA had to make so that the Falcons could continue to do their business with their sports entities. I think it was, so it was uh, not conflict with the Atlanta United. Is that right? Remember last time, the Mercedes-Benz Stadium and the Atlanta Falcons, let's call it what it is, had uh, wanted to charge the GHSA an exorbitant amount of rent for the finals to remain there. GHSA and Dr. Robin Hines said, we can't do that. So they went looking for a new partner and they found one in Center Park Stadium. But, like so many <clears throat> sporting events in Atlanta that have to do with football, it seems like, trying to be played in December or January, weather just plays so much havoc. I mean, my goodness, you're even talking about games that were indoors <laughs> that still were affected by the weather. And you guys remember what I'm talking about, the state championships that got moved or what got postponed and they got moved to the, 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 the team's stadium because of the inclement weather, and that was because teams could not make it. By the way, big thanks to Adel Dental Associates, my buddy Dr. Mike McCartney, and our friends at Pepsi Cola of Valdosta. 
allow me to take a swig of this ice cold Pepsi, and why don't you guys join me in having one as well? Good stuff. By the way, we hope to have our friends from uh, from Pepsi join me uh, next couple of weeks, <clears throat> so we can bring those guys over and talk a little sports with us. Uh, all right. But to your comments here, Wilbur Pelfrey says, um, I guess if they're moving the finals days up, they'll need to move semis up something. That's a good point, Wilbur. I haven't heard about that. Surely, you can't be serious. Surely they're not going to take and play the finals. Was it on Wednesday and Thursday? Or is it Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday? Certainly you're not going to play the semis on Friday before you have your state championship game in another, what, three or four days? That is a good point. I have not heard anything about that. By the way, Dr. Robin Hines, executive director of the GHSA, uh, he is our guest in this week's Four Questions with the Coach. It is a part of our Every Week newsletter uh, part of our, our Georgia, our newsletter, NITG Nets Georgia. You guys can check it out. We have four questions with the coach. It is usually a coach or an athletic director. This week, Robin Hines, executive director of the GHSA, GHSA, he answers my questions there on four questions with the coach. Part of that has to do with the finals being moved. Instant replay, also part of the question. So check it out, guys. Four questions with the coach with GHSA executive director, Dr. Robin Hines. So check it out. But that is a good question. Uh, as far as moving up the, the semifinals, I, I don't know if that was addressed when the, uh, when, the, when the conversation was had about moving the state finals. T to be honest with you, I, uh, I don't know if it's a big deal. I mean, let's face it. If the state finals, if you are a fan coming up on, say, a Friday, because they have been played, what, on Friday and Saturday. Uh, well, this year they were actually played on Thursday, too, weren't they? So, you know, if you're talking about Thursday or Friday, you're having to get off work anyway if you are traveling. Um, so, I, to me, I don't think it's a great big deal or inconvenience. Uh, look, the players, the coaches, I'm sure they would tell you, hey, We'll play anywhere if we're playing for a state championship. We don't care where it is or what day it's on. But I do know there is some concern for parents uh, and fans trying to get off in the middle of the week. Look, I just, I just think that it's one of those things where you go ahead maybe and plan on taking your vacation days, whether your team makes it or not. Go ahead and say, hey, boss, I'm going to have off that day. Uh, and, and some of you may not need that much advance notice, but I don't think it's a great Big deal. I'm just glad that the state finals are back at the Dome. I do not want the semifinals played there. I know some of you like that. I am a big believer in the state championship game needs to be played under the big top. That's what the kids have, they have earned the right to play under the brightest lights, the biggest stadium, that holds the most, it's the biggest venue. Why? Because it's the biggest game. It's just like the Super Bowl, no different. You're not going to play the Super Bowl in one of those two teams' stadium, are you? 
So why should the high school be any different? And I know we're, we're talking apples and oranges here, but it's really the same, uh, same pretense, isn't it? I mean, you, you, got, you, you got two teams that are going to play for the championship, and I don't want to have my team going into another team stadium and worrying about home field advantage for the other team. And, I, and I'm just shocked that a lot of you don't see it that way. Take away any of the intangibles. Take away it. Take, take away that. Give me nothing but the two teams, they're going to battle it out. All right. Phone call is finally coming in. I've been waiting on him, and uh, here he is. Let's go to the phone lines. Matt DeBuck joining us. What's up, Phil? How you doing? Coach, how's it going? It's good. It's about 82 degrees here, so it's like, <laughs> it's like summer every day. All right, all right, listen. So let's just get it right into it because we're running a bit late here. So you – uh, okay, I'm going to take a little lighthearted approach here. So, Matt DeBuck, the head coach of the Cardinal Gibbons Chiefs, three state championships in the last five years. Coach, you applied for the lounge job. You're at liberty to say that. Um, well, they reached out to me. I sent in my resume. If that's an application, I, I mean, you might call it that. But, um, you know, I never heard back from them. So, I, I kind of let that ship sail a long time ago. Ooh, scared me there for a second. <laughs> Ooh, had to wipe my brow there. I thought you were going in another direction there. But anyway, um, so look, and I've already talked about this. You've had a number of people that have also commented uh, that thought that you should have been given a shot. Look, I love the folks at Lounge. We have a great relationship with them. I don't know why. Uh, I know that, Coach, they, they found their guy. Uh, it will be announced tomorrow morning. But – there's a lot of people who support your cause and feel like you've got their credentials for, you know, getting a shot at this thing, at least getting an interview. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Well, I appreciate that. Obviously, you know, your, your body of work speaks for itself. And, you know, the more you do, the more wins you accumulate, the more championships you win, the more kids you put in college, you know, you build your resume that way. But at the end of the day, I'm sure they're going to find a great coach. It's a great atmosphere. It's a great school. And uh, they're not, they're not missing out on much. You know, they're, they're, they're going to get exactly what they're looking for. And um, they should, because all those things that I just said are, are going to be probably the type of guy that they hire. So when we talk about the type of guy, you know, speaking of the top of the, uh, the type of guy, I got a kamikaze fly here, uh, the type of guy that they hire. Okay. What should be the type of guy that they hire? And listen, listen, Lowndes is, is like I said, great program. They're going to get a great coach, whomever it is. Okay, they're, they're good people, smart people. You're my friend, but you're also a guy that I said has got the credentials. You've got three state titles in the last five years. I would think 
you should be given a shot. Why do you think uh, maybe you haven't been? Well, what's what's the speculation on your end? I really couldn't answer that, Phil. I have no idea. I mean, all I can tell you is since I've been the head coach, this is going to be this was my seventh year, and we've been in the top thirty in max preps nationally. You know, every year um, as high as seventeen in 2018 so um that's a hard thing to do people don't understand this you know they think you're going to win championships every year and uh, i listen to your show and you, you bring on some great people and like uh, coach prost and and other guys that you've had on there and, and uh, they've done it and they've done well um i don't know if it's a south florida stigma or or what it is uh i, I don't know i i couldn't answer that all i can tell you is you know we work extremely hard and <laughs> I call the offense too. So, you know, I don't know if that's sometimes, you know, my dear friend, Mike Leach that passed away when I got the job at Cardinal Gibbons, he said, don't stop doing what got you the job. And, uh, you know, I've had guys come and go, but I, I, am good at that. So I don't like, I'm not looking to outsource my offensive coordinator, wherever job I take in the future, I might stay at Gibbons for the next 10 years. I don't know, but I'll be calling the offense. I can tell you that. So what you're saying is that no no matter where you land, let's say somebody calls you up and wants to interview you, you will make it clear that you will continue to be your own offensive coordinator. Absolutely. I, I've learned from, you know, Mike Leach and Lincoln Riley and Landon Hofer. These are all guys that have done this for a long time. Sonny Dykes, uh, I can, the list goes on and on. Um, <clears throat> And I, I enjoy that, you know, football's hard and, and the amount of time and hours that we all put in and you got to get some enjoyment out of it. And, you know, watching the NFL games and clock management, uh, you know, I think being the play caller, especially the head coach, you can really take advantage of picking up the pace, slowing it down, you know, seeing if your defense is struggling. What do you need to do as a play caller? Do you need to run it more? Do you need to throw it more? Uh I think that gives me a big time advantage as head coach play caller. Uh, so that's, you know, that's kind of my prerequisite whomever hires me uh, or if I just stay, stay put or, you know, maybe, maybe the dolphins will hire me, you know, if they don't win, you know, make the playoffs this year, who knows? Speaking of the dolphins, you, uh, you get some help. Uh, a former dolphins coach, Adam Gase works pretty closely with you guys, doesn't he? He does. Um, he, he's been a really a, a breath of fresh air for me, just expanding a little bit of what I do uh, with the theories and concepts that work in the NFL that can transition over to our, our, our level. But, you know, in the, in the NFL, these guys work, you know, 12 hours a day scheming up plays. You know, we don't have that luxury at the high school level. So you got to keep it pretty simple. And that's why the air raid offense, you know, has always been great because, it's an offense based on simplicity, but it's based on repetition, which gives you the ability. You don't have to have the biggest guy, the fastest guy. You know, you just have to have guys that are willing to go through their progression and then ultimately guys that can go through zones, figure out where to sit down or keep running. And I think that's been a, you know, why we do so well on offense and have done well on offense since I took over. We're talking with Matt DeBuck. We are in overtime. Going to take it over just a little bit past 6 o'clock today to accommodate a couple of questions here for Coach DeBuck. Uh, wanted to get you in, Coach. A couple of questions we got from uh, viewers. Jose Badia says, uh, Phil, what uh, ask Coach DeBuck what he remembers most from Coach Leach. Uh, 
well, you want the PG story or? Yeah, gotta be. Yeah, gotta be PG. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) When he was out of coaching, I used to go visit him in Key West all the time, and that's kind of really where we became colleagues more than anything. Now, what was he doing in Key West? He's got a he's got a house in Key West, and when he was out of football for those two years, he was living in Key West. So I'd go down there, and we'd go to the, you know, to the. watering hole down there and just talk talk about life but you know it was hard to get him to talk about football the subject matter always changed back to something else but uh we're walking down duval street about three in the morning and i said hey coach we never even talked football i said what do you like in the red zone he said slants and fades i said so i came all the way down here for that huh and he you know we we always had a good you know really good conversations so, yeah, I miss him. I miss him, and football is going to miss him. I got you. Matt DeBuck on the line. He is the Cardinal Gibbons head football coach, and he has admittedly put in for the uh, the lounge job, uh, unless there's a miracle, though. Uh, he's not getting a call for it. Uh, does this dampen your uh, enthusiasm or your, your, you know, your interest uh, for future jobs? Because let me ask you this. You, you obviously – you know, want to take and show people that you can get that what you've done in uh, South Florida, you can do everywhere. What is number one, your main reasoning for wanting to come to Georgia and the South Georgia specifically? Uh, you know, I think states like Georgia and, and, and Texas have it figured out for high school coaches. I mean, I think they're all in and down here it's, it's a hit or miss. Uh, it's more miss than hit. So I, I think um, that's kind of piqued my interest over the years. Um, you know, I've been at the same place for a long time. Sometimes change is good, but overall, I have a great job. And I'm, I'm happy. And, so, kind of that's where I'm at. I got you. Um, let me ask you this. Now, we've talked about your offense, uh, the air raid, uh, fun and gun. Um, do you think that maybe you are – how should I put this, unfairly characterized or maybe unfairly labeled as, you know, doing nothing but wanting to pass the football around? I mean, because really it, the air raid is a little misleading, is it not? Yeah, I think what I think the stigma is, is you're going to throw it every time, and that's not the case. I mean, even if, you know, you watch Leach's best years, you know, uh, they when they ran the football, like we do, I mean, if the box is light, you run the football. You don't you know, round hole, square peg, as they say. Um, I, I think overall, you know, if they give us a light box, we develop a run game. We keep it very simple. Downhill's great for the linemen. Um, they come off the ball. Um, there's not a whole lot of, once again, extra teaching or, or whatnot because we do have to spend a lot of time on pass pro. So, you know, I have an H-back tight end guy this year that he's going to be ranked nationally and has already got offers from Kentucky. He's 6'3", 225, and, you know, he's in the air raid offense. So, you know, it doesn't matter. So how many more schools run what you do? I mean, is now let me ask you, are, are, so you're not running the spread, are you, a coach? Not, not really. Um, not really. You know, Coach Leach was always pretty adamant about wide splits with the linemen. So we have three-foot splits. You know, they they uh, they might go three and a half to four. You know, we are a high school team, so we, we you know we we don't necessarily have the same people. And and that's the other thing that you know we talked about earlier with game management. 
you know, you have to be able to understand, you know, your personnel in order to, whether you're going to speed the game up with four minutes to go, or you're going to, what can your kids do? What can your players do? Um, and don't try to do things that they can't do. And because you saw it, you saw it on an NFL game or, or some college game and you immediately think that you can do that. That's not the way it works. Michael Wayne Dalton says, sounds like a good coach. He is a good coach. He is a very good coach. That's not a friend uh, uh, saying uh, using the buddy system. It is a, yes, a friend that is stating the obvious, which is three state championships over the last five years. And, Coach, that's the thing I think that any school would want is a guy that's going to give his program an opportunity. What would you do if you were given a shot, let's say, at, at just, you know, school X, whether it's well, lounge or whatever, you know, what, what's your philosophy coming in? What are you going to tell a search committee when they say, coach, what, you know, why should we hire you? What's your answer? This is your chance coach well, to talk to the be, people up here. I'm going to be very egotistical. And when that day comes, I'm going to interview them because just as they're interviewing me, I'm going to be interviewing them because if you don't have the vertical alignment from principal, the, the, and on down with the athletic director into the, the staff. I mean, it doesn't matter who you are. You're not going to win. Um, so I, I, I truly think that if those things are aligned and in place, then you got a chance. Once you have that done, you know, then you hire your staff. And once you have that done, you, you hire guys that are like-minded, um, but independent. And, um, you know, again, I'm not, I'm not lobbying for any job. I have a good one. Like I said, we're ranked nationally every year. I understand. We're going to play yeah. big games uh, just like we did before, and, and we're going to do it next year. And, uh, you know, we got knocked out after the third round, and I've been off for two weeks, so I've been pretty bored. Clarence Smitty-Smith, and we'll wind down here, uh, wants to know, Coach, what is the difference, biggest difference between Florida and Georgia, speaking, of course, at the high school level? I think that's a good think question. Yeah, it's a great question, but it's it's a simple question. It's called resources. You know, it's called investment. You all have these cathedral. You know, my son just he just uh, committed to USF, University of South Florida. He's a he's a nationally ranked long snapper, and uh, you know they just built a brand new indoor at USF. Well, if you go to almost every competitive town in Georgia, they got one of those. Yep, and. Speaking USF of which, Lounge is building one, and it's a mammoth. Yeah, you know, the, the, mammoth recruiting, pro, the recruiting process and, and, and facilities and, you know, what, the, weight, the weight room and all those things, that's what football is today the, in com, the competitive football world. So I think Georgia is all in, and so is Texas. And I was just at the Star this weekend. My son played in the Army All-American game, and Frisco, Texas has a stadium of, I think it holds 30,000 people. I mean, it, it's listen. It's investment, you know. And that's why you guys pay pay well, and but expectations are high. You better win. Alan Clanton says you can tell from listening to this man that he has a high football IQ and is a great man and great coach. I can attest to that, Alan, for sure. Rolodex Williams, coach, has got a question for you. It says we need him at Valdosta calling plays if he would take an OC job. <laughs> well, I don't know if I'm going to do that yet. But, uh, 
I, I, I enjoy it. And, and that might be the, my future down the road. Uh, I don't know. I have another son that's going to be a junior next year. Yeah. And he actually plays receiver. So, you know, I yeah. played at Texas Tech and I, I, he's, he's bigger, faster, stronger than me than I ever was. So he's got a bright future. So yeah, one day, maybe, but right, right now, right now I'm, I'm a captain of a ship and, you know, unless they make me walk the plank, then I'm, you know, I'm not going to give that duty up yet. <laughs> All right. So last, uh, last couple of questions here. Ronnie Saul, big Lowndes fan says, does he have a teaching degree? Some Florida coaches don't. I think uh, you can answer that. Uh, I'm a certified teacher in history, and I have a master's degree in interpersonal studies, which is I could be a principal if I wanted to. Boom. I do not want. I do not want to be a principal. I can tell you that I do not want to be an administrator. I want to be a football coach, and leave it at that. And I, listen, I teach right now. I enjoy it. I've been teaching for twenty years. I yeah. teach history, and uh, it's a great way to connect. It's a great way to stay grounded, and not fall into that trap of you know the end all be all. But you know the. So I, I enjoy it. Well, uh, final question: What was your record this past year? Eleven and two. And we lost to American Heritage Plantation, which went to the state championship and played Miami Central 38-31. Uh, so we have nothing to hang our, head, our heads over. They have uh, the number one ranked receiver in 23, Brandon Ennis. The number one ranked running back, Mark Fletcher. Lounge people saw both of those guys uh, up close and personal. Um, and they beat us 30-21, to 20, 30 to I think it was, or 30-20 to 20 in the third round. And, uh, yeah, they were a better team this year. Coach, thank you for calling in. Listen, I'm going to continue to bang the drum, the Matt DeBuck drum, because you deserve it. You, you do. You deserve to get the recognition up here and, and, and with, with some of these job openings. And, again, uh, I'm a big fan, but I'm also a realist and know that you've got the resume. It speaks for itself. I don't have to to speak on your behalf, but I want to give you a chance to come on the show today, talk a little football, and uh, and talk a little bit, uh, let you bang your chest a little bit because you deserve it. Well, Phil, listen, like I said, it's 82 degrees. You can't, you can't beat, you can't beat, you can't beat this weather that we have down here in a, in a really, really, really nice area uh, of Fort Lauderdale. Again, for me to leave this, it's going to have to be a home run slam dunk and all the stars will have to align for, for that to happen. Um, but it could happen. Who knows? Well, we will, hey, we will keep our fingers crossed, and we'll see. Uh, you can always, you know, d d uh, decline a job, but I just would love to see you at least get a call for folks to come up and say, hey, come talk to us, and that is what I'm kind of promoting today. So, Coach, thank you so much for coming on with us, brother. You're a good dude, great coach. I appreciate you. I uh, appreciate your friendship. Same here, Phil. Thank you. And, and keeping high school sports going. I mean, obviously, you know, everybody's done now, but there's so many other good things that go along with it. National Signing Day is coming up on, on Wednesday. So these kids, you know, they're going to get their opportunity to put pen to paper. Hopefully they don't go in the portal. I know I heard that earlier tonight. That's terrible, but I don't know. It's a different world we're living in today, I guess. But um, I appreciate you guys and your show, and I'm always pumping you guys up. So 
take care and we'll talk soon. And that goes both ways, brother. We appreciate you, coach, and uh, talk to you later, brother. See you. Bye. All right, guys, went a little long today, but it was worth it. I want to get Matt DeBuck in here and talk with him a little bit and let you guys see for yourself why he is and should be a legitimate candidate for, for uh, future openings here in the great state of Georgia. Guys, thanks for all the great questions, uh, comments today. As always, you guys brought it 100%. Tomorrow, when we are here on the show, we are going to be talking about the new Lowndes head football coach. I'm not making any promises. I'm going to see if I can get that person on the show. And if so, we'll talk and let him introduce himself. Uh, and again, no promises. Don't know if we can make that happen in such a quick turnaround. But one thing's for sure, we'll know who it is, and we'll talk about the coach, their credentials, and what they think about Lowndes moving forward and what you guys think about the hire. So be sure to come right here, and let's talk about it tomorrow, 5 o'clock. Extra point with Phil Jones on Tuesday. You guys have a great Monday night. We'll see you tomorrow. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.